this is Offhand with Steven and Lydia. I'm Steven. And I'm Lydia. And welcome back, Puppet Podsters. We're very happy that you've joined us. That's what I was going to say. Really? Yeah. We're like reading each other's minds tonight. That's that would, cool. That would be creepy, actually. Let's not do that. Okay. Um, I was going to say, now what was I going to say? I don't Where know. Where was I going? You're supposed to know. I don't know now. Oh. And I don't even know what I'm going to say, so we can't say the same thing. <laughs> uh, well, I was actually, I think I was going to say that we were continuing with our little, and we haven't been calling it a mini-series. No, but we, it is a series. But it is a mini-series. We've been talking about names of God. Yes. And today's podcast, we are going to talk about... Okay, we had to work it. This is a little harder one to say, but you can do it. Yeah. Lord Sabaoth. Very good. You try it. I have to think about this. <laughs> I don't want to scare myself. Okay. Lord Sabaoth. Is that right? It's an A. A? An A. Sabaoth. Sabaoth. Yeah. Maybe we should just ask. It means the Uncle Lord Chris. of Hosts. And. For today's podcast, we have a very special. You'll guest catch it with if you just listen to what I said. I did a little spoiler. I know you did. Um, we have asked Uncle Chris to come and join us because he's going to tell us a little story um, that illustrates a little story out of the Bible that illustrates this name of God. Yeah. Hi. 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 Thanks for coming. You're welcome. It's been too long. It has. I'm just getting to be old and stuff. Old. Waiting to come back on the podcast. No, I'm not really. I'm just. You are. He He must be getting old because he's admitting it. That was for joke time. That was it. There you go. Old guy. I have got such a story for you about how God is Lord Sabaoth. That's how you say it again. Now I don't know. Sabaoth. Have you heard this? This name before, Lydia, have you heard this name before? Um, Lord Sabaoth? It is not one you hear very much. Have you heard it before or you don't remember? I don't remember. How about you, Stephen? Have you Uh, heard it before? No, but it sounds a lot like Sabbath. Is it the same word? That's. I kind of wondered if you would think that because when I was, well, you know, I think I was a grown-up before I figured out that has nothing to do with the Sabbath. not Lord of the Sabbath. No, although he is Lord of the Sabbath, but it's a different word and it means hosts. Lord of hosts. He is Jehovah Sabaoth, which means Lord of hosts. And what does that mean? Hosts, it, hosts like an it's it's a battle term, like an army. In oh, fact, that's exciting. Do you know the song? It's an old, old hymn. The words are by Martin Luther. And uh, uh, a mighty fortress is our God. Do you know that one? I love yeah. mighty yes. fortress we sing that in church is our God. One of the verses uses this name. It says, Dost ask who that may be? Christ Jesus, it is he. Here comes Lord Sabaoth, his name. Oh, Lord From of age to age, the same. And he must win the, the battle. battle. Yeah. Then I have heard it because yes. I like that song and I've sung that verse. I like that song and I didn't know what Lord Sabaoth meant for a long, long time. But our puppet podsters, they're going to learn today. Yeah. yeah. Right. And they're a lot younger than you. Th- yeah. Some a are. lot. <laughs> there are some There are some grown-up puppet podsters, too. There are. That's yeah. true. Are they older than you? 
I don't know. We don't get around and ask each other. Oh. So, would you like to hear this would story? Be a curious little piece of trivia. We should yes. take a poll. Okay. Well, you, yes, I want to hear the story. Now, the story name comes Lord from out of what? It come well comes out of the Bible. Well, yeah, I know that. Yes, yes. Now I'm <laughs> going to tell I mean, you two weird. different things today. There, th- this name Lord Sabaoth happens in the Bible several times. The words are in the Bible. This name that God has given Himself in His Word, but the story I'm going to tell you doesn't actually use the name. It does prove that that's who He is, though. Okay. So this is really exciting, okay? Let me set it up for you a little bit, okay? okay? Now, this story, you can find it in the book of 2 Kings in the Old Testament, 2 Kings chapter 6. Now, in this period of time, this is before Jesus came to be on earth, to come and live among people and, and die on the cross for our sin. This is before that. Okay. And this is in the nation of Israel. And God has set up at this time, there are kings, Israel has a king, But God has also sent special messengers. He called them prophets, people who spoke of God and told the people, God's people, the Israelites, what God wanted them to know. This was before the Bible was all written out. Prophets, weren't there? Yes. And one of the the big names, if you will, in prophets at the time was Elisha. Oh, yeah. You've heard of Elisha. Oh, yes. So Uh Elisha is the man of God. He's one of the prophets that God has set up to help. His special people know what he wants for them. Now, Israel also has enemies. Oh, they always do. And one of the enemy groups was the Syrians. And some some translations of the Bible calls them the people of Aram. It's the same people, the Syrians. And what was happening at this time was the king of Syria was was warring against Israel, and he would get his uh, servants together, and he would have secret war meetings. Oh. All right, secret war meetings, just his That's close servants. Strategy. They'd come in and they would say, okay, this is our little plan. And the king would say, all right, this is my plan. This this is what's going to happen, and this is where I'm going to go in Israel. And he'd be all sneaky about it because that's the element of surprise you want. That. Right, yeah, yeah right? I don't want your enemies to know. But here's what the Bible says in 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 9. It says, but the man of God, who's that, Stephen? Elisha. The man of God sent word to the king of Israel, beware that you do not pass this place, for the Syrians are going down there. <gasps> he was oh, warning the king. Spoiler alert. Who do you think, Lydia, who do you think told Elisha there, what was going to happen? Maybe there's a spy. Maybe, but do you think there was a they spy? They have a stool pigeon. Mm, <laughs> what? That, it was God telling is, Elisha. Is that what that is? Yeah, stool pigeon. Is. When there's a when well, there's somebody telling something they shouldn't. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, I never heard that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So That's not what it was. No, it was God telling <gasps> Elisha. God was telling Elisha what was going to happen. Well, and God Elisha knows everything. Of course, so. God can see everything. He knows everything. That makes sense. Here's the funny part. So, the, well, first of all, the king of Israel he would he would listen to what was going to happen. Uh-huh. He'd listen to Elisha, and he would do what he said, what Elisha said. He would take That's the warning from smart. God. Don't go there. And he saved himself from being ambushed more than once or twice. This happened over and over again, to the point where... I would be frustrated <laughs> king if I was that king. You're right. He was so frustrated. He Man. didn't know what was going on. He thought every time I have a secret meeting and I get my secret servants together, okay, this is the plan. This is how I'm going to do it. And boom. 
it would all be foiled because... I would be questioning those secret servants. Well, that, you'd be a good king of Syria then, Liddy, because that's exactly what he did. He got his servants together and he said, all right. Who's the mole? That's exactly, well, he didn't use the term mole, <laughs> but that's exactly what he said. Who is for the king of Israel? And those servants Five probably panicked. One of his servants said, none of us, my lord. But Elisha, the prophet who was in Israel, tells the king of Israel the words you speak in your bedroom when you think no one is listening. Oh. Now, what would you do if you were the king of Syria? Uh, I don't know. I, might, I would be mad. I might be but still what would you suspicious. Do? What would you do? You have to have a new battle strategy. No, Israel's got this secret tried. weapon. Elisha seems to be the secret weapon. He's the one telling the king of Israel. Well, you better get rid of the secret weapon. Then. Take him out. Aha. That's what he decided to do. And so the king of Syria said, Where, where's, where's Elisha at? And they found out he was in a town called Dothan. And so he sent, in the middle of the night, the king of Syria sent horses and chariots, and a great army. And they came by night, and they surrounded the city. They like being sneaky. Uh-huh. But I want you to think about this. Surprise attack. Does Elisha have a horse? We don't know. Maybe a horse. Does he have lots of swords and stuff or something probably, with which to fight a great army? Probably not. No. Here, the king of Syria sent a great army, the Bible says, with horses and chariots all to go and capture one guy. One man. That seems a little he's extreme. A, he's a pretty big threat, though. But they surrounded the city. And in the morning, this part cracks me up. I think this is such a funny story. It, it, but it's true. It's a true story. This really happened. That in the morning, the servant of Elisha got up early in the morning, the Bible says, and he went out. You can kind of see him. Yard. Oh, no, yard. <laughs> and... <gasps> There was the whole uh, army surrounding the army. city. Oh, and the servant yeah. said, alas, my master, what will we do? What a wake-up call, huh? Yeah. How about that? that you wake be, up. That's worse than even oh, had a yet. You know, oh, what a nice day. Oh, army surrounding us. Oh, we're in trouble. And Elisha said, do not be afraid, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait. It's just I thought you said it was just Elisha and his servant. Mm-hmm. And that's what his servant was thinking, too. You're his crazy, ser- man. It's probably what his servant's thinking. <laughs> Elisha's getting old and Alas, tired. You're crazy. And he's <laughs> Alas, master, you're crazy. <laughs> but Elisha prayed and said, Lord, please open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes see of what? that young man, and he saw, and behold, get this. The mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. (laughs) A great big heavenly army. Now, this is kind of cool because God, does God need anything? No. No, I know. On your podcast just a couple episodes ago, you talked about how God doesn't need anything. Nope, nothing. But he still, he has an army of his own. And he will use them to protect his own people. He will use them to protect what belongs to him. Now, here come the Syrians. They came down against Elisha. And Elisha prayed to the Lord and he said, Lord, please strike this people with blindness. And God did. Now, that whole army is blind. And Elisha went Mm -hmm. up to them and said, this is not the way. 
This is not the city. Follow me, and I will bring you to the man whom you seek. Guess where Elisha led this whole great big Syrian army? I don't know. Where? Where would you lead an army, an enemy army? Right to jail. Well, close, close. He led them right to Samaria. Do you know what was important about the city of Samaria? No. You know what was important about the city of Samaria, Stephen? Uh, that's where Samaritans lived. Hmm. Later on, but at this time in history, it was the capital of Israel. Oh, my goodness. He led them right he to where the king right- of Israel was. <laughs> right there. And they got there. And as soon as they entered the city, Elisha said, Lord, open the eyes of these men so that they may see. And the Lord opened their eyes and oh. And they saw crying. they were in Samaria. Oh, Uh-oh. dear. The king of it Israel. It was planned. You no, know, the king of Israel came out and he said, he said to Elisha, what should I do? Should I, should I strike them down? Should I kill them all? Oh, that, I don't know if that's very fair. What do you think happened? Uh, I don't know. What, what did the king do? I know the answer. But I'm not going to tell you. Oh, you're going to leave us hanging. I'm going to leave. Well, it's up to you. And it's up to the puppet podsters, too. If you want to know what happened to this big Syrian army and what happened after this, this great miracle that God performed because he is the Lord of hosts, he is Lord Sabaoth, you can look it up. It's in Second Kings chapter 6. And the story that I was just telling, the story starts in verse 8 and stretches all the way to verse 23. So if you want to find out what happened at the end of this story, look it up. 2 Kings 6 oh, in the Old Testament. How yeah. about you, Puppet Podsters? Yeah, you We're should. doing it. Go find that and, and when, finish the story. And when you find out the answer of what happened, you can check yourself by emailing Stephen and Lydia, right? Yes. They can email you? They oh, sure can. Sure. We'll right. tell you how in a little while. But first. If you want to say hey to me, will you? can they say hey to me? Will they you, sure you, can. You yeah, know? they can. They can You'll email us that or they can tweet us that too. Cool. Because we're cool. cool like that. We have Twitter. I mean, you know this. But of course. Tell them how cool we are. This is an important name of God, Lord Sabaoth. Yeah. Because it proves that God is not just the God who made everything. He's not just the God who looks down and, and, and doesn't care about you. God cares about people. And he's not just the God who tells us stuff in the Bible, tells us right. what to do. Do this, don't do that. He is a God who gets involved. When you belong to him, he protects you. And he can because he is the Lord of hosts. Yeah. Well, it doesn't, say in, it doesn't say in 2 Kings 6, that. It doesn't it, use the name Sabaoth. It doesn't there, use no. that name. But in Psalm 2410, it does. It says, who is this king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. There you go. That's our verse of the day. Yep, that's where it has, that's one place you can find that name of God. So there you go. And in a little while, we will tell you the email where you can tell us if you found the answer of what happened in this story and also to say hey to Uncle Chris. But right now, it is time for jokes. Oh, time for me to leave. Wait, no, no. What? You yeah, love this stay part. Around. No, you know how I feel about the jokes. You want to tell one? No. You know you do. No, I don't want 
knocked out one. All right, you're lost. Hit it. <laughs> I love a good joke to give the funny bone a poke. The enactments are riddles for grown-ups or kiddles. I love a good joke. You want me to go first? I'll go first. All righty, okay. All right. How did the soldier fit a tank in his house? Oh. There's no way. Well, it's just a fish tank. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was kind of like a riddle. I know. I love a good joke. We'll laugh from here to Roanoke. The knock-knocks are riddles for grown-ups or kiddles. I love a good joke. It is your turn. Oh, right. Nice chance, Uncle Chris. Knock-knock. Who's there? Oh, you're going to answer, huh? Well, I just was curious. Army. Army? Army who? Are me and you still going to get ice cream later? Oh, I want to go. Oh, I was totally set up for that. You were, and now you owe me. Yeah. It's paying, right? I love a good joke. I like chocolate. I, I could go for a malt. Oh, you're coming with? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm coming. Coming. You're not getting ice cream without me. And Uncle Chris <laughs> is paying. Uncle Awesome right. paying for ice cream. Yeah, well, right. thank you so much. Yeah, we're, we're telling really glad you came now. You're welcome. Fun story, am, even though it was a cliffhanger. <laughs> I am really glad. I love it when you do a podcast and you talk about one of the names of God. Because, because names are important. Yeah. They tell us something about you. Like like when you have a nickname or something, it tells me something about you. And when we learn names that God has given himself, they're little pieces of information about what he's like. I think that's cool that you do that. Yeah, we thought it was a kind of a fun little mini study. Yeah, yeah and there's lots of names. Yeah. Yep. Well, if you want to email us, that is StephenLydiaSing at Yahoo.com. Or you can tweet us at Stephen Lydia. That's right. Or you can check out the website, G-H-H-I-N-C dot O-R-G. Yes. Thank you again to our special guest, Uncle Chris, for joining Special, us. not so special guest, because, I mean, he's... <laughs> Wait, what? Well, not... I mean, you're, special, you're a special, special guest, but yeah. you're, like, with us all the time, so it's really not, like... We sent but you not here with you. This is cool. for them. This is so worth getting ice cream over. This is oh right, he's really gonna do it. This is ice cream worthy. All right, you heard him, folks. Because I want ice cream. All right. <laughs> oh, and this has been Offhand with Stephen and Lydia, a production of God's Helping Hands.